Farming tonight. It's John Boyd with Boyd and Associates and bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Tipped out of bounds, and it's going to be Kingston basketball. No score between Kingston and Farmington. I think it'll be interesting in this game. We talked to Gary Callahan after that loss to Potosi last night. I said, how hard is it to get up for a third-place game? He said, yeah, it's difficult. and we're, we're wanting to play in the championship game, but we know Kingston can come at us. Cody Yates with the basketball, all-time leading scorer in Kingston Cougars history, one of the most impressive athletes I've seen come through. Kingston anything, period. He is a heck of a ball player. Nelson drives poked away and it's Farmington going the other direction little pocket pass Cannon Roth good in the foul yeah Cannon Roth takes it right to the basket off the baseline right puts it up off the glass and he's fouled by Blake Juliet who's playing and making the start today in the absence of Kyle Whitehead he did a great job last night but he's got to stay out of foul trouble on this one free throw up and good yeah especially with the team being short-handed like you mentioned this is a deep, young but deep Farmington bunch. I really like the uh, the depth that Kingston had with those other two guys out there, especially with Kyle Whitehead making the start, but this is going to be something they're going to have to deal with. Cody Yates drives, righty floater doesn't go, gets his own miss, his put-back opportunity doesn't connect, and it's Cannon Roth with the rebound. He'll get it into the hands of Shoppert, who's looking to go coast-to-coast. He'll lay it in and get the foul himself. Paul Hamilton not real happy with that foul. I can't see it from this angle, but a foul right after the bucket, and the bucket does count. It'll go on number 11, Mason Nelson. First foul on Nelson. Those are two front court players that have drawn fouls now for, or commit them rather, for the Kingston Cougars. Not ideal start. It's only one foul. Not quite trouble yet, but... Just one of those things, something worth monitoring in the early going. I think you got to keep your eye on Mason Nelson. He's had some foul trouble in some of these games before, and he's one of their biggest offensive weapons out there besides Cody Yates. So if he gets into foul trouble, that could change this game quite a bit. Mason Nelson, younger sibling of Matt and Maddie Nelson, two incredible players to come through Kingston basketball on the boys and the girls' side respectively, especially Maddie Nelson. She was an unbelievable player. Tipped and out of bounds on the far side after the shot doesn't go. Kingston still held scoreless so far. Minute 45 into our contest. 6-0 Farmington leads. They've had a couple of good looks at the basket, too. They've had a three by Mason Nelson that went wide right, and uh, Cody's had a couple of good looks. Shot up and good. Brendan Yates with that one. And Kingston's on the board. 6-2 they trail. Tatum Tinsley weaves around the perimeter with it. Finds Cannon Roth in the corner. His path to the opposite wing. Tipped and stolen away by Cody Yates. Cody Yates pushing in transition. Extends his stride and he's denied by Cannon Roth. That's three turnovers, by the way, on Farmington already in this ball game. And uh, coming back the other way, Cody Yates gets his shot blocked. Cody will go back there. He will not be uh, scared to go up against a guy even like Cannon Roth. Three on perimeter. Nelson knocks out the bottom of the net. Six to five, your score, and we've got a whistle, and a foul's going to go on Kingston, and they're going to get Mason Nelson once again. That's two fouls in the early going on Mason Nelson. We've still got 5.40 left to go in the first quarter. And that was a uh, foul on a pass that went down in the corner. He went after it. Both guys kind of hit the ball at the same time, and Mason was thinking that uh, he was going after the ball, but he got the foul instead. 
Down low, Cannon Roth, pump fake, triple team comes, kick back out, Shopper, one dribble inside the arc, and drops it off for Cooper Tripp as he's closed on quickly. Wing right side, Tatum Tinsley, three doesn't go, Cody Yates with the rebound. Yates crosses over behind his back, and will take it across the timeline as he's pressured by Tatum Tinsley. Drive, drop off, extra pass to the corner towards us, and lost there by Mason Nelson. Well, it was a good thought as Brendan Yates was down low and he didn't have the shot, so he fired it over in the corner to a wide-open Mason Nelson, but the pass kind of went to his feet, and he just couldn't handle it. Yeah, just way too low of a pass for someone the size of Mason Nelson, who's about six foot five, if not taller. He's next to Cannon Roth, who's six foot five himself. Feed into the post for Austin Knight. Turnaround shot and good right through Mason Nelson, who's playing with two fouls. Nelson had to be careful there. Aiden Peel gets it to Nelson. Across the timeline on a pass to Blake Juliet. At the elbow, Juliet, one dribble. Floater with the right hand, off glass, no. Rebound is grabbed by Shoppert. Shoppert with an outlet for Tatum Tinsley. Tinsley lobs it on perimeter for Cooper Tripp. Top of the key, it's Shoppert with it. Near side wing, Tinsley. Tinsley dri- drives inside the arc. Back to the corner on the right-hand side for Cooper Tripp. Top of the key, Shoppert. Shoppert throws it over his head on the wing left side for Roth. Kick out. Tinsley open in the corner for a three. Bottom of the net. Great ball movement by the Farmington Knights. Moving that ball all around the perimeter until they find a wide open Tatum Tinsley who drains it. Four, or excuse me, 11 to five year score. Four different Knights have scored in the early going so far. We're midway through quarter number one. Looking for an answer. Corner three. Nelson can't hit. Brendan Yates misses on his putback try. And the rebound is grabbed by Farmington's Cooper Tripp. In transition, Shopper looking to go coast to coast. Puts a gentle floater over the head of Mason Nelson, who playing with two fouls, laid off there defensively, making the right move in terms of avoiding committing a third foul. That's going to draw a 30-second timeout from Paul Hamilton, head coach of the far, of the Kingston Cougars. We'll step aside as well. 13-5, Farmington out to a hot start on KFMO. Hi, this is John Yao. Did you know we have office furniture, chairs, credenzas, and conference tables? Did you know that we have office supplies? Mineral Area Office Supply is proud to support high school sports in the parkland. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of high school sports on KFMO. Call me, financial advisor Allison Douglas-Kinnon at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Fisher Auto Parts in Potosi and Park Hills, Boyden Associates in Farmington, Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace in Park Hills, Wolfer's Law Firm in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, Midwest Sports Center, and by Mineral Area Overhead Door in Farmington. Cody Yates with the ball for the Kingston Cougars, wing far side as he drops it off to Aiden Peel at the logo. 13-5, your score, Farmington leads Kingston. And we got a pass that's too wide even for the long arms of Mason Nelson to pull in. And with three and a half to go, the Knights take over, leading by eight. That's the third turnover on Kingston. That's one thing they cannot afford to do is keep turning the ball over here against this very tough Farmington team. Farmington, a really impressive season so far this year. 14 and six, still very young. It's going to be fun to watch what they're made of next year when a lot of these juniors and sophomores are seniors and juniors. Lob into the post, Roth skies for it, pulls it in with the right hand, puts up a shot, and lays it in. Ken Roth is someone that I've been excited to watch these last couple of years develop as a player. Six foot five, inside out game, he can do it all. And he's got just some freakishly long arms. Is that floater up good in the foul? 
Mason Nelson, similar skill set to that of Cannon Roth. He's been fun watching develop as well, and it's Roth who commits the foul. Yeah, that was a great job that time by Mason Nelson taking it to the basket. He was aggressive on there despite having two fouls already. Took it to the basket, got the block, and he'll go to the free throw line. Nelson, a senior this year. His free throw up and short off the front side of the rim. So he can't convert on the three-point play. He's got five nonetheless. Seven-year score. Pump fake for three from Maxon Lamonds, who's into the game. Back to Lamonds in the corner. Three this time. Doesn't go. Tip out on the rebound. Farmington keeps it. Sam Woodson baseline. Feeds Roth in the paints, and he travels. Tried to turn over his left shoulder. Bumped into a defender and just couldn't maintain his footing after that. Four, uh, four turnovers, rather, on the uh, Farmington night so far. Three of them came really quickly at the beginning. They've only uh, had that one since then, so they've settled down just a bit. Mason Nelson bounces it for Cody Yates. Yates trapped just shy of midcourt, finds Peel across the timeline. Excuse me, it's Brendan Luna, and we've got a travel and a turnover. Yeah, Luna caught that like a wide receiver, and then he took about two or three steps, and then he put the ball down on the dribble, and that's where he got caught with the uh, turnover. So it's Farmington basketball leading by eight still. 15 to seven year score. About 2.15 left to go in quarter number one. I want to thank a few of our sponsors for joining us for the MAAA Conference Tournament. Gifford Homes in Farmington. Gifford Lumber in Farmington. And Healthy Life Pharmacy located in Bismarck. Wing far side. It's Cannon Roth. A little give and go. Back to Roth. He now feeds down low. Sam Woodson with it. Almost poked away from him. Trying to feed Roth in the corner. But it's tipped away. And Cody Yates has the steal. Yates looking to go coast to coast. Right into the defender. Off glass. Good. And the foul. Been hard going for Cody Yates in this game so far. But he... Got his first two points there. Chance to add one more at the line. It seems like Cody Yates always has a hard time getting going because they're, you know, putting because two, three guys. Because he's Cody Yates. Yeah, they're putting two, three guys on him. But then he starts getting uh, going, and you look up and you go, wait a minute, he's got 29 points. Where did yeah. that happen? It sneaks up on you sometimes. Yeah. Free throw up and good. They played Bunker earlier this year in the uh, Valley of Caledonia tournament. And the Bunker coach told me, he said, we've got to stop him tonight. We've got something special for him. And they did beat him as a turnover now. Farmington sixth, but Cody had 32 points. Luna gets it to Mason Nelson. Stops on a dime and will just drop it off for Cody Yates. Back to Luna. Luna makes a pass into the paint. Finds Nelson wide open wing three. A few feet off the arc. Doesn't hit. And we've got a whistle and a foul. Going to be one of the Yates twins called for the foul. It's Cody. First on him. And as aggressive as he is, I mean, he goes in for rebounds. He goes down the lane. He's driving the lane quite a bit. He very rarely ever gets into foul trouble that I've seen anyway this year. He's just a very fundamentally sound basketball player. You know, very rarely do you see Cody Yates out of control offensively or defensively. In the corner. Ryan Gallagher with it for Farmington. Up top, Shoppers. Wing far side. Three. Up. Good. Max and Lamont. 18 to 10, your score. Back to an eight point lead for Farmington. Cody Yates, above head pass to Mason Nelson across the timeline. Nelson picks up his dribble and finds Luna. Touched around, now back to Cody Yates in the wing far side. He tries to take it baseline, sealed off there. Back to Blake Juliet. His shot doesn't go. Offensive rebound. Brady Thompson draws the foul. Thompson will head to the free throw line. 
Blake Juliet's had a couple of shots down there in the lane, and I think he just needs to go with it. He's thought about it after he catches the ball, thinks about it, finally goes up, and uh, the defender has plenty of time to get in front of him. That time, though, a good job by Brady Thompson to get the rebound and draw the foul. Leighton Tinning called for the foul, his first team's third. Just a hair under 42 seconds to play as the first free throw doesn't go for Thompson. Free throws brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient. Locations in Lettington and Festus. Second attempt up and comes off the right side of the rim. 0 for 2 trip. Rebound was grabbed by Cooper Tripp. Tripp passes towards us for Tinnin, who gets it right back to now Gallagher. Gallagher crosses over left to right. Passes it deep into the corner for Lamont. Swung around perimeter, Shopper to the opposite corner for Cooper Tripp. Baseline drive, kick back out. Deep two doesn't go. Tripp gets the air ball, lefty hook shot. No, but a foul. Cooper Tripp's going to go to the free throw line. And free throws for Tripp. Switching for his first points of the game. And it rims out on him, no good. Tripp was a fun player to watch last year as a freshman for Farmington. He was really good off the bench at providing some scoring for Farmington. Second try for Cooper Tripp. The now sophomore up and good. There's his first point of the game. Yeah, you look up and down this Farmington lineup, you see sophomores, you see uh, juniors, you see a team that next year is really going to be loaded. Yeah, loaded's the right word to describe this Farmington bunch as Yates takes it to the rack, doesn't go, gets his own miss, pump fake with six, puts it up and in off glass. Final seconds, three-quarters court shot doesn't connect for Farmington, and that's going to do it for the first half. But the Knights... With the lead, 19 to 12. Second quarter coming up when we return. You're listening to the MAAA Conference Tournament Boys Third Place Game on KFMO. To everyone who believes family is what mealtime is all about, let our guest Amy share what she loves about Culver's. From the moment my family walked in, we knew Culver's was the place for us. There's just something nice about a cooked-to-order butter burger and creamy, fresh frozen custard that tastes like it was made just for you. But time with family? Now that's what's really special. Stop in and experience what mealtime means at Culver's. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with with love, love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. The Family Fun Center in Bonterre is putting the family back into family fun. It's the perfect place for a birthday party, family game night, group outings, or just come hang out and have some great food and lots of fun. Be sure to check out their new go-karts to make your experience even more enjoyable. Whether it's bowling, arcade games, go-karts, bumper boats, bounce houses, or just hanging out, you can count on a great time. The Family Fun Center, open Wednesday through Sunday and located right off Highway 67 on Old Orchard Road in Bonterre. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Complete Vision Care in Lettington, First State Community Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, Ledco Community Credit Union locations in Park Hills and Farmington, and by Farm Bureau Insurance Agents Mike Sotsiger on Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. 12-year score as we begin the second quarter. Kingston trails. They've got the basketball as they face off against the Farmington Knights in the half-court set. And Brendan Yates takes a step before dribbling. He's going to turn it over to travel and give it back to Farmington who's up by seven. These turnovers are coming in spurts. You see uh, Kingston get one or two in a row and then Farmington will do it and then they kind of calm down for a while. That's number five on Kingston. Baseline drive for Roth. Kick to the opposite corner. Three up and good. Tatum Tinsley is second three of the game. He's got six. 
That puts him in front of all scorers in this contest thus far. Floater, high up in the air. Aiden Peel, it's good. We've seen Aiden Peel this year go up against teams that didn't even guard him, and he has actually worked on his game and gotten better at shooting here in this second half of the season. Well, with a team like Kingston, with all the options they've got, it's under easy to understand why he can be overlooked. We talked before about how much attention Cody Yates is going to draw on the backcourt with him as that shot doesn't go for Shopper. Rebound is grabbed by Blake Juliet. But Peel is someone they like. I remember last year as a sophomore, Coach Hamilton was saying, we got to find ways to get this guy minutes because he was impressed with him. Yates is denied at the rim. Farmington going the other way. Tossed back out to Cooper. Trip to the opposite wing for Roth. Feints a pass into the corner. Now gives it that way. It's Tinsley back up top. Shopper stepping into a straight on three. Knocks the bottom out of it. Shopper with eight. 25-14 your score. Farmington's up by 11. Aiden Peel crosses midcourt to Nelson. He'll take the open three as Farmington gives it to him. And he drills it. That's a mistake. Mason Nelson, a lot of kids his size, they're not hitting shots like that. Mason Nelson is hitting that more often than not. 25-17, your score. Farmington leads Kingston. Timeout on the floor will step aside as well. It's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonscraw on Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Precious memories left behind bring us joy and peace of mind when we celebrate the lives of those we Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. LaCary Auto Body, your PPG paint distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to help their many clients like Dale Mosier Auto Body with over 30 years of direct auto body experience. Dale Mosier provides today's technology for today's vehicles. Dale Mosier Auto Body, 221 Mulberry Street in Park Hills. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. High school basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agents David Scott Haggerty in Park Hills and Brian Larimore in Farmington. Kitchell Accounting and Tax in Ironton. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington. And by Mineral Area Office Supply in Park Hills. Out of the timeout, lobs to Cannon Roth. He lays it in for two. Roth's got seven. Farmington's up by double figures once again, 27-17. And the eights just turned it over on another travel. And I think it's another instance of not making up your mind what you want to do. Kind of being hesitant. I think Yates that time thought about when he caught the ball of going up and instead he decided to kick it back out to the top of the key and that's where he shoveled his feet. That's maybe one of the differences with Cody Yates and Brendan Yates. Cody Yates, I mentioned, never looks out of sorts. Brendan Yates, phenomenal defensive player, but sometimes offensively can make mistakes like that. Speaking of Brendan Yates, there's a really strong rebound from him, leaping in between Tatum Tinsley and six foot five Cannon Roth to come down with it. Yeah, he can get on those defensive runs there where he just shuts down players, rebounds guy, out rebounds guys that are twice his size, yeah. it feels like. But once in a while on the offensive side, just can't quite get it done. Cody Yates is someone that I would trust defending any player on the court. Their size, 
how athletic they are, how good their handles are. Brendan Yates is probably the top defender on this team. Denial. Cannon Roth just swats the sophomore Brady Thompson and comes up with the basketball as well. In transition, five on four leads to an open three from Tatum Tinsley in the corner. It doesn't go. Now here's Cody Yates streaking up the court in transition. But picking his pocket is Cannon Roth. Good defensive stops for Roth there to force a pair of turnovers. On the other end of the court, Tatum Tinsley tries to take it baseline. And we'll just lob it back out on perimeter for Cooper Tripp. Shoppert, lob back towards us, Tinsley. Down low, turn around for Austin Knights. Now he'll feed it back door to Roth. His shot doesn't go, but a foul. Going to get Brady Thompson with the foul. Who with the injuries is going to be getting some extra run in this game. And he'll put Cannon Roth on the free throw line. He's one for one so far. And make it one for two as he misses on his first of two tries here. Cannon Roth right here in this game. Already seven points in the game. Last night he started really quickly and then kind of uh, got shut down in the second half. And that was a big difference as Potosi came back to win that one. Eight points for Cannon Roth to tie him with Logan Shoppert for the game high. 28-17 your score. They're also tied with Mason Nelson on the Kingston Cougar side. Well, they've got Cody Yates double-teamed every time he touches the ball. We've seen teams double-teaming him and triple-teaming him down low when he tries to drive the lane. Right now, they're double-teaming every time he gets the ball, and it's getting a little frustrating, but you know he's going to come out of it and figure out something. Blake Juliet back into the ball game for the Kingston Cougars as Mason Nelson can't handle the pass to him. And it's again low and about his shoelace high. This time from Aiden Peel, and it goes off his foot and out of bounds in the corner. Seven turnovers now on Kingston. Big difference in this ballgame as they trail Farmington by 11. There's another difference. Logan Shoppert's having a nice game. First double figures with 10 as he attacks the basket and lays it in with an nifty up and under move. Peel to Cody Yates. Hops his way across midcourt with his back to the defender, Tatum Tinsley. To the free throw line, that's Blake Juliet. Kick out, corner, open three. Brady Thompson, the sophomore, misses that one. And fight for the rebound. Thompson comes away with it. Here's Cody Yates, back to the basket, already gave up his dribble, finds Peel. High, arcing three, doesn't go, fighting for the rebound is Thompson. We've got a whistle and a jump ball is called. Hasn't been perfect, there's been those two fouls for Brady Thompson, but he's provided some high effort minutes, high energy minutes off the bench so far tonight for the Kingston Cougars. He has, and he's certainly getting in there on the rebounds, and sometimes when he can't get to the rebounds, tipping the ball back out. So he's done his job here so far. Let's see if uh, Farmington can capitalize now that they got the uh, ball back. Cooper trip to Maxon Lamonds, who's back into this game. As Cannon Roth loses it. Looked like a miscommunication there as he and Shopper were right on top of each other. Allowed a double team to come in. Here comes Nelson. Baseline drive. Tries to throw the hammer down, but met at the rim. Cannon Roth was there defensively. On the other end, Shopper takes it coast to coast and lays it in with the floater. He's got a dozen. And Mason Nelson was looking for the highlight reel poster dunk. Inbounds, two players collide. Coming up with it is Nelson. His outlet pass trying to feed Brady Thompson too high. Turnover, Cannon Roth in transition. Dribbles behind his back, turns towards the baseline. Up and under move, and he's fouled. And I think they're going to get Nelson with his third. No, instead, it's Aiden Peel. Yeah, I didn't see Aiden Peel in there. I saw Mason Nelson. I saw Blake Juliet, but apparently Aiden Peel came around the backside and uh, picked up the foul. But, uh, yeah, you saw a couple of folks on the uh, 
Kingston side breathe a sigh of relief when that was not on Nelson. That would have been the third on Nelson. That would have been some serious foul trouble here. We've got 313 left to go in the second. And Farmington's already got a cozy lead of 33-17. Another free throw coming for Roth. That one rolls off the rim, and it's Nelson with only two fouls. Remains in the game. He gets the rebound. Nelson pass across the timeline to Peel to Cody Yates. 2-3 zone set up by Farmington as Yates works it to the wing left side. Now we'll pass for Nelson. To Juliet, down low. Thompson gets around the defender. Layup doesn't go, but draws the foul. It's Roth. Well, you said it before. Uh, Brady Thompson has provided some real serviceable minutes for this Kingston Cougars team coming off the bench here this afternoon. He's uh, put up a couple of shots down low that have been blocked, but he has drawn some fouls before. And over here in the corner helped create a turnover as well. So free throws coming for Brady Thompson as that one's up and an air ball short. Kingston's been stuck on 17 points for a while here now. 33-17, Farmington on top. Veal comes to the bench. Brendan Yates getting ready to check in as well. Second attempt up and good. Nothing but net that time for Thompson. He's in the scoring book. He's one of four out of the free throw line here this afternoon as well. 33-18 your score. 2.45 left to go in the second. Kingston's going to need more than that if they want to come back tonight. Drive. Shoppert. Lefty layup. Good. They have to find a way to stop Logan Shoppert as well. He's got 14 in the first half of his team's 35. 35-18 your score. Two and a half to go until halftime. Cody Yates. Up and under. Scoop layup. Draws the foul. It's Roth. He was trying to draw the charge instead. Two free throws coming for Cody Yates. And, you know, we talk about it a lot. We see fouls called and I said earlier in the first game I said sometimes it's the way the foul looks and sometimes that's what happens and then that particular case it looked like that Cannon Roth really just laid back instead of actually getting run into. First one up and good for Cody Yates remains a quiet game for him so far he's got six well they've done a great job defensively on him and I know Tatum Tinsley has been around him a lot he did a great job on the uh Carter Whitley of the Potosi Trojans when they played them at the end of the season. Yates good on another free throw attempt from the complete Vision Care free throw line. Shopper crosses midcourt, works through a screen, picks up his dribble, above head pass for Lamonts on the wing far side. Lamonts give and go for Shoppert who drives. Shoppert kicks it to the corner. Tinnen who checked into this ball game, touches it back to Shoppert on perimeter, crossover right to left, back to Sam Woodson who's in, lob into the corner for Shoppert. Fakes the drive baseline, loses his footing and travels. Just kind of stumbled. Not sure what happened there. Blew a tire, if you will. They say in hockey, uh, lost the edge or whatever it is. That's kind of what it looked like there. Is he just slipped. Back into the game for the Kingston Cougars. Luna, and it's turned over. Shoppert's got it all alone as he steps into a wide-open three and drills it. 17 in the first half for Logan Shoppert. And the Farmington fans on hand are loving it so far. Yeah, Logan Shoppert is a guy you cannot leave alone at any part of this uh, floor because he will drain it from everywhere. Lead of 38 for to 20 for the Farmington Knights. Number two seed in this tournament. In the corner, Luna. A little wide. Just reached that arm to keep it in play, but he dribbled it out of bounds in doing so. Kingston's going to get back into this ballgame. they got a minute 24 before halftime. 
they need to start looking at goals, and that goal might be right now down by 18. Can you get it down to a more serviceable number there, maybe something more around 12 to 14? I'm thinking like 10, 11, you know, yeah. something where you feel like you start the second half, one basket, now it's a single-digit lead. That's kind of what I would like to look for in the end of this first half for Kingston. But that's going to be a tough effort. That'll help, though. A denial at the rim. Blake Juliet blocks Max LeMond, and we've got a whistle. We get a technical foul? Sam Woodson called for the technical foul, and he wow. can't believe it. Not sure what happened, but uh, they did call it for him, and Gary Callahan wants an explanation. As uh, It Woodson. wasn't even him that was blocked is what surprises me. And well, now here goes Yates to shoot the technical free throws on the other end. First one up and good. Maybe that can be the spark the Kingston Cougars need. Second try up, good as well. Yeah, Garrett Callahan's not real happy about it either, and I don't think he's ha- unhappy at, at Woodson. He's unhappy at the official. He turned and said, well, whatever it was, that would blow my mind if he did that. But uh, apparently the official heard something or something happened there. Luna with it. Under a minute to play in the quarter. Cody Yates has the basketball. On a bounce for Juliet. Kick back out to the corner. Peel, wide open three. Rims out, no. It looked good out of his hands. Rebound for Farmington. Here's Shoppert in transition. Paul Hamilton and the Kingston Cougars want to travel. No call. Instead, Shopper will back out with 34 seconds left to go. He's matched up against Cody Yates. Yates comes out to challenge him on perimeter. Shoppert hands it off for Tatum Tinsley. Tinsley crosses over to the left hand. Cody Yates trying to keep it away from Shoppert as Farmington's trying to get it back to him. 15 seconds left to go. Farmington looks like they're going to be holding for last shot. Tinsley picks up his dribble at the First State Community Bank logo and gets it to Shoppert. Shoppert, hesitation, downhill attack, hop step through the paint, floater with the right hand, good. Shoppert with a 19-point first half as the half-court heave just misses for Cody Yates. And our score at the break, 40-22. Farmington is up by 18 as we head to the Midwest Sports Center halftime report. That comes your way next on the Parkland Sports Leader, KFMO Park Hills. February comes in with hearts all aflutter, but sometimes you feel like your love life's in the gutter. Your car makes weird noises or the heater won't work. When it comes down to it, it's really a jerk. Ashley Sism here from Sam Sism for the home of the lifetime warranty, and we want to help you break up with your trade today. Are you feeling stuck in a rut with your current ride? It's time to upgrade to a new set of wheels. Shop us this month. We have plenty of deals. At Sam Sism Ford, we understand that not all love stories have a happy ending. Maybe your credit was bad when you purchased your ride, and now your rate is so high you just like to cry. Break up with bad credit and high interest, too. We'll play Cupid with lenders to find the best option for you. Make that trade an X and hook up with a car or truck you'll love for the rest. Find your perfect match this February. Hurry in to Sam Sism Ford, the home of the lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or check us out online at SismFord.com. Credit requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for offer details. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. Rice is a competition, is trying to beat. Well, at home furnishings, we treat you just like family. 
Gilster Mary Lee is hiring long-haul and regional company drivers. Starting pay is $0.55 cents for all hub miles and eleven fifty detention. The loads are round trips, so drivers are home every week. Gilster Mary Lee is a private label grocery manufacturer with a fleet of 200 commercial tractors and 900 dry vans. The dry grocery industry is essential and growing. Get applications by calling Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. Life's better with American Family Insurance because protecting your dream home also comes with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. See Bill Bess on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. Welcome to the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report. Midwest Sports Center of Farmington is your premier dealership for power sports in Farmington, Missouri. Visit them for your next great adventure. On the road, off the road, or in the water, Midwest Sports Center is your ultimate outdoor toy store. On Walker Drive in Farmington, the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Big first half for Logan Shoppert and the Farmington Knights as they built themselves an 18-point advantage over the Kingston Cougars in the MAAA Conference Tournament third-place game. I'm Sean Malone alongside Glenn Berry, Landon Keene back in the studio producing a broadcast as we welcome you into the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report. Let's take a look at stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. Already mentioned Shoppert. 19 at halftime, one for one from the free throw line on his only trip there as well. He's looked unstoppable in this game so far. He's followed up by Cannon Roth, who's got nine for Farmington. Tatum Tinsley with six, two for Austin Knight, two off the bench for Max and LeMans, and one for Cooper Tripp. Meanwhile, for the Cougars, their leading scorer is Cody Yates. It's been a tough game for Cody Yates, but he's got nine to show for through one half. Mason Nelson has eight. Two for Brendan Yates, two for Aiden Peel, and one off the bench for Brady Thompson. For more team stats, Glenn, what would you see through one half of play? All right, well, we start off with the Farmington Knights. They're getting the shots. They're getting them to go down, and their percentage is much higher, and that's why they're in the lead here. Ten of 12 from the field inside the arc. That's 83%. They're five of 12 outside the arc for 42%. Five of 18 from the free throw line for 63. Overall, 15 of 24 from the field. That is a clip of 63%. That is hard to beat when you're shooting that well. For the Kingston Cougars, they are 5 of 17 from the field, so they're getting more shots. They're just not getting them to go down. 29%, 2 of 8 from three-point land. That is 25%. Overall, 7 of 25 for 28%. 6 out of 10 from the free-throw line. That seems like it's okay, but it's not good enough right now. they got to do better from the free-throw line. 60% rebounding. Dead even, 10 each side, but turnovers. That's going to go, believe it or not, to the uh, Farmington Knights who have got 11 turnovers in this game as opposed to eight for the Kingston Cougars. Bench scoring, three off the bench for Farmington, one for the Kingston Cougars. Stats are brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. They are the home of the lifetime warranty. Check them out if you're in need of a new car, truck, or SUV. You can find their inventory on their website, Sism Ford. Dot com. Take a break. Continue with more of the Midwest Sports Center halftime report next on AM 1240 KFMO. Hey, it's Joel Schroster at Midwest Sports Center here in Farmington, Missouri. Hunting season is here. Take aim at our huge deals on select Polaris, Can Am, Kawasaki, and Suzuki machines. 
Visit us online at MidwestSportsCenter.com or call me at 573-756-7579 to check out what's in stock. Our inventory is constantly updating with new and great used machines. Come visit me at 124 Walker Drive in Farmington, Missouri to find your next machine. Banking with people like you. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of high school sports and remind you to stay alcohol, drug, and vape free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope. Online at sfccp.org. You want financial freedom as an adult. And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit FSCB.com. Member FDIC. Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which can include a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Experience compassionate care at Community Manor in Farmington, where your well-being is priority. Visit Community Manor at 783 Weber Road or call 573-756-8998 to discover the exceptional quality of life they offer. Back at the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report, I'm Sean Malone. Taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard check on KFMO Sports Plus. At halftime, Mineral Area College leads Jefferson College at Jeffco with men's basketball this season. Uh, Mac 49-22, they lead Josh Mayo with 17 points. Preston Turner with 16. Jalen Boyd leading the way for Jeffco. He's got a dozen so far as we take a look at the boys basketball tournament other games in action today valley caledonia valley catholic facing off in the consolation bracket that game getting underway about the same time this contest did in the fifth place game saint genevieve and west county will battle and coming up later tonight in the championship game should be a fun rematch central rebels and potosi trojans potosi got the best of central in the regular season earlier this year with the Central Rebels falling in that contest 82-71. to 71. That'll wrap up the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report. Coming up when we return, second half action. Mac and King, or Farmington and Kingston, 40-22. Farmington leads on KFMO. You've been listening to the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report. Midwest Sports Center of Farmington is your premier dealership for power sports in Farmington, Missouri. Visit them for your next great adventure. On the road, off the road, or in the water, Midwest Sports Center is your ultimate outdoor toy store on Walker Drive in Farmington. The second half is next on AM 1240 KFMO. McCary Auto Body, your PPG paint distributor for the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to help their many clients, like Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. They are backed by the Good Housekeeping Seal. So for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics, it's Unlimited Auto Body, 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. Looking for reliable accounting and tax services? Look no further than Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. For top-notch financial solutions, call 573-546-3104 or visit kitchellaccounting.com for more info. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service, your trusted partner in financial success. 
When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a new or used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Outer Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. Second half begins, Kingston basketball trailing by 18. They get it into the post of Blake Juliet. One dribble and he lays it in. That's what they've been looking for from Blake Juliet a couple of times down the floor. He's had a couple of opportunities like that. That time he decided to just take it up strong. Cooper Tripp hands it off for Cannon Roth on perimeter and it's Aiden Peel who pokes it away but Roth comes back with it. Drops it into the corner, back out to Roth. Faints a pass to his left, now passes that way. It's Tinsley open for three, it's short. Fight for the rebound on the court, out of bounds in the baseline. Who to touch last? They're going to say Aiden Peel. No, now they overrule. Going to say it's Kingston ball. Somebody down there uh, got a better look at it than we did because there's a lot of bodies on the floor, but that ball is going back towards uh, Kingston. Late pressure at midcourt shown by Farmington as Nelson gets it back, gets it across the timeline on a pass to Peel. Peel finds Juliet, one dribble in the paint, pump fake. He's denied by Tatum Tinsley. Going the other direction is Farmington. Tinsley up, good, and the foul. Count it. When things are going well for you, they are going really well. Tatum Tinsley that time off the block comes length of the court, goes in a 360, turns around, loses control of the ball, but uh, gets it somehow to go down. He does miss the free throw, however. Can't finish with the cherry on top, but it's a 42-24 lead back to 18 for Farmington. Cody Yates off his fingertips as the pass is behind him. He keeps it alive, but the Logan Shopper, no one's there but Farmington Knights. Shopper drives, drops it off, up and under move from Austin Knight. Nobody's fouled, and he'll go to the line. That's going to go on Blake uh, Juliet. That's going to be his second foul here today. You know, we were looking at halftime with Kingston down by 16, had the ball, had a three launched by Luna. They were pulling in within 13, didn't get the shot. Now Farmington has increased their lead here to 42-24. First free throw attempt doesn't go for Austin Knight. Second one up and good. He splits that trip. 43-24 your score. About a minute 10 into our third quarter. Bounced across the timeline to Juliet, who bounces it right back to Nelson. Drop off. Code, or Brendan Yates, rather. Lays it in from the low block. Nice job by Brendan Yates. Getting it down low. Baseline putting it up with a running one. Yates defending on perimeter against Logan Shoppert. Drives through a screen. Shot up. No. Blake Juliet with the rebound as he covers it up. Gets it for Cody Yates. Cody Yates. At a moderate pace across the timeline. Drives the left lane back out to Nelson. Nelson drops it near side wing. It's Peel to the baseline. Fires a bullet pass on a bounce to Brendan Yates. Back out. Nelson, three, no. Peel there to clean it up. Good in the foul. What heads up basketball by Aiden Peel. He saw that three from Nelson was offline. He snuck underneath Austin Knight to get it and lay it in. Great job that time by Peel. As you said, Austin Knight was blocking him out, but he just kind of went around the side and got it. Free throw, no. Cody Yates gets the rebound, fades away, and hits. A tough stretch of basketball for Austin Knight. As he got outsized twice by a pair of guards for Kingston, showing their toughness. Now that lead is back down to 13 again, so Kingston hanging around. 
Wraparound pass to Austin Knight. His shot is blocked. Second chance opportunity for Cannon Roth, though, and he'll lay it in. Nice job defensively by Cody Yates, but he just could not finish it up as the uh, Farmington Knights get the ball right back. 45-30, your score. Yates, corner three, just short. Juliet with the offensive rebound. Through traffic, his hook shot doesn't hit. Tip out on the rebound. Yates tips it to himself now, and he's fouled. And it's Austin Knight once again. Cody Yates is uh, a man on fire right now. He is doing everything he can to get his ball club back into this one. Down right now by 15. He's going to go to the free throw line. Cody Yates is 5 of 5 from the free throw line today. And there's the broadcaster's jinx that didn't hit me (laughs) earlier as he misses on that first one. You said that right as he was releasing the ball, and I thought, "Uh uh-oh, here it goes. We'll see if Yates can get back on track with this try. The second one up, good, nothing but net. 45-31, your score, 14-point game. We'll see if Kingston can shave away a little bit more here. On perimeter, Cooper Tripp's got it. Drops it off for Tatum Tinsley. To the corner for Maxi Lamans, who checks in. Finds a nice pass to Cannon Roth down low who lays it in from the low left block. Boy, Kingston just does not have an answer for Cannon Roth right now. If he gets down low, it is almost a guaranteed bucket. And they're having a hard time trying to stop both him and Shoppert. Usually it's one of them that's getting going in this game. Is that an empty possession for Kingston? Farmington going the other way. Roth stripped of the basketball out on the baseline off of Cody Yates last. I tell you what, you talk about Logan Shoppert. He just missed his first field goal of the day in the second half. He was on a tear six in a row from inside the uh, three-point arc. 19-point first half, nothing from him so far in the second half and right on cue. He drills a three. The broadcaster's jinx works both ways. Choppert with the steal. Euro step reverse layup to keep it around Mason Nelson. 52-31. The lead is ballooned to 21. He has 10 of 13 from the field overall tonight. Blake Juliet with it. He's denied from behind. Tatum Tinsley got it. It's Cooper Tripp in transition to Roth. Extends with that reach of his and lays it in with the finger roll layup. He's got 15. Nelson to Peel. Across the timeline, gets it back to Nelson, who's open for three. Pump fakes to draw Roth. Drops it off down low. Juliet lays it in. That's some nice basketball there from Mason Nelson, but Kingston's going to need a lot more than that if they want to come back in this one. Timeout on the court will step aside as well. 54-33, your score. Farmington and Kingston. Farmington with the lead on KFMO. Dan, I can't make up my mind. I really want some pepperoni pizza from Little Caesars, but I also love their Italian cheese bread. Well, Charlotte, you're in luck. Little Caesars has slices and sticks special for only $6.99, and it's hot and ready from 4 to 8 p.m. every day. Wow, that's great. Slices and sticks from Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge is the perfect combo. Wait a minute. I thought we were the perfect combo. We are. If you buy me some slices and sticks from Little Caesars. You got me again. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. 
Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Roth denied at the rim by Juliet. And here comes Kingston with a man advantage going the other direction, but Roth gets back into the play quickly. Yates, fade away, short. Juliet with the offensive rebound. He's had a nice second half so far, and he'll draw the foul. It's Cannon Roth again. Yeah, we've seen Blake Juliet do some great job, uh, do a great job here on rebounding on both ends of the floor, especially here in this second half. After being a little bit intimidated early in the first part of this game, he's kind of coming to his own second part. Quiet first half for him as Roth comes out. That's his third. Sam Woodson into the game. That's it with how deep this Farmington bunch is. I mean, you've got guys off the bench like LeMond and Woodson. There's a lot of teams that would like to have a guy like that starting for them. Shot doesn't go. There to clean it up. Mason Nelson has it rimmed out right to him. Shoppert, drive, draws the foul. Two free throws coming, and I think it's Juliet who's asking for a breather. It is Blake Juliet. Yeah, Blake Juliet's got three fouls. He's going to sit down for a minute as Brady Thompson will check in. You heard uh, Joe Arnold talking about it before, uh, that early on when he was playing basketball, if you didn't raise your hand after a foul, they called a technical foul on you. <laughs> I don't even remember that part, so uh, that's that's been a while back. That's something. Can you imagine trying to run with that today? That if you don't admit the foul is on you, you're going to get called for a technical? Shopper's free throw up and good. Peel was called for the foul. Yeah, they changed that foul from Juliet to Peel, so that's good news for Kingston. They need Juliet in his size. He'll come to the bench anyway. Like I said, he was looking for a breather. Second free throw up and good for Shoppert. 26 on the evening. He's darn near perfect tonight from the field, and he is perfect from the free throw line. Toss back out on perimeter for Cody Yates. He drives, lefty layup, off glass and good. 13 for Cody Yates. 56-37 ball game. They'll need a little bit more than that, though, to come back. Shoulder fake from Shoppert. Drops it into the corner for Tinsley. Back to Shoppert. Hesitation. Down low. Cooper Tripp cutting to the basket. Gets the feed. Shot doesn't go. Offensive rebound. Tip back out, but we're going to get a foul. On the tip out, I believe, they're going to get Mason Hendricks. Yes, they will. Luna is in. And Peel is going to come to the bench. And make a defensive switch as well as Peel coming back into the game. Or excuse me, it's Luna who comes into the game. He's going to take Cooper Tripp, who gets it on the inbounds. Give and go. Woodson's got it. But coming up with it as it's out of his reach is Kingston. It's Hendricks. Cody Yates, hesitation, attacks. Triple teamed, and the ball gets knocked away from him as Cody Yates hits the deck. Up the court comes Shoppert. Drops it off for Cooper Tripp. Back to Shoppert, corner three, nothing but net. Shoppert can't miss. 29 on the night, and we've still got 2.20 left to go in the third. And he's four of six from the uh, three-point arc. We already told you he's only one mi- missed one shot from inside the arc. Mason Nelson drives, goes up with the right hand, and will lay it in. Nelson found a way to split defenders there and lay it in for two. It's a 20-point game, 59-39. Two minutes to play in quarter number three exactly. Baseline drive, denied. Kick out, Shoppert, heat check, no. Off the back iron. He was about seven feet off the arc when he pulled up there. Nelson crosses midcourt. Yeah, Yeah. it's been your game so far. That's probably what, his second miss as Nelson travels. Is that his second miss of the game for Shoppert? It's his uh, second miss 
actually uh, third miss from three, but he's uh, missed only one time from inside the three-point arc. So four total misses all night long, and he's got, what, 29 points? Cody Yates will pick up Cooper Tripp. As now Peel back into the game with some fresh legs, we'll take Shoppert. Let's see if he can slow Shoppert down. Hand off Sam Woodson at the elbow. He'll bounce it back out for Cooper Tripp. Drive, Tripp. And we've got a foul on the floor, and I think it's Cody Yates. It is. That's going to be five on Kingston, so free throw's coming. That's Cooper Tripp. He's only got one point in the game so far, which came at the free throw line. He'll get another opportunity for two more tries here. Farmington's just so deep. They just keep running out, guys, out there with uh, potential for some uh, pretty good shooters, good rebounders, defensive players as well as Tripp hits that first one. They've got a lot of good, well-rounded players off the bench. You know, we'll see sometimes it teams you've got specialists you bring off the bench. You know, I think one of the best examples of that was uh, McMullen last year with the Central Rebels, just a corner three specialist for them. I feel like guys that they bring in off the bench, Lamonts, Woodson, you can ask those guys to do a lot of different things for Farmington. Whether it's play on the perimeter, play inside. Leighton Tinnen, he's another one as well. Yeah, we've seen Leighton Tinnen come into the game today and just get down there and get a body on some people and really, uh, you know, play some good defense down low. Right now, he's uh, holding up Brady Thompson, keeping him from really getting into the ballgame. Peel gets it for Luna to Cody Yates in the paint. Hesitation. He'll fade away and get it to go. Cody Yates with 15. 60-41 your score. Every time he touches that ball, they've got three guys all over him. And we've got a foul on Peel. It's three on Peel now as he fouls Shoppert going up the court. And Shoppert searching for a 30 through three quarters. He only has to hit on one of his two tries here to reach that mark. And it's a no-go on the first one. That's the first free throw he's missed today. Got another try here. He's at 29 so far with 51.8 to play. Free throw up. Shoppert, good. 30. Unbelievable clip. 10 points per quarter so far. On a bounce, it's Juliet for Nelson to Yates. Cody Yates, hesitation as the rest of his Kingston Cougars clear out, pulls up in the mid-range jumper off the bounce and hits. Cody Yates is going to be a fine addition to any college ball club that picks him up. Yeah, he Great just, athlete and just such, like I mentioned before, in-control player. Something like that is so much harder to pull off than Cody Yates made it look. He just had them all clear out like an NBA play. Get out of the way and let me do my thing, and that's what he did. Corner three, good. Assist to Shoppert as LeMond drains it from downtown. His second three of the game. He's got six off the bench. Final seconds of the third quarter. Shot blocked, tipped, and that'll do it for the third quarter. 64-43. Blackjack Farmington's up by 21 as we head to the fourth quarter on KFMO. 
The employees and staff at your local Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi are proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our area high school sports. Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi want to wish all of our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what your sport, they support you at the Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Confection Pet Grooming in Park Hills is your pet's paradise. Leave your furry friends in expert hands ensuring they look and feel perfect. Call them 573-482-0163 in Park Hills where pets are pampered to perfection. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Transform your living spaces with Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress in Park Hills. Explore a wide selection of mattresses, cozy couches, elegant dining tables, essential bedroom furnishings, and stylish fireplaces, all at great deals. At Cornerstone, we specialize in turning your house into a home. Discover the perfect blend of comfort and style with our quality furniture. Your dream home is just a visit away. Experience the difference at Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress, where we make every corner of your home a reflection of unique style and comfort preferences. Located on St. Joe Drive in Park Hills. Lamont's three doesn't go. It's knocked out of bounds. They're going to say off of Kingston last. I thought Gallagher had that, and based on the look he gave his bench, I think he thought that was out on him too. Inbounds, Roth uses that long reach of his to keep it away from the defender and lay it in with the left hand. 66-43 your score. Seven and a half to go fourth quarter. Farmington with the lead. Kingston's got the ball as they attack downhill with the right hand. Yates fades and hits. That fadeaway looks so natural for Cody Yates, and that's such a tough shot to hit. Every time he goes up for it, too, I mean, he, he is being double-teamed, triple-teamed, and not just by Farmington. He's been doing it against Potosi. He's been doing it against North County. Whoever they play, he's double-teamed and triple-teamed, and he still gets those shots off. Roth gets the amount and hands it off for Lamont. So Gallagher to Roth. Left-hand drive from Gallagher. Shot rolls off the rim. Cody Yates comes up with the rebound. Works through a Juliet screen to get some room as he takes it down the court. To the corner near us where he's double-teamed the whole way. Picks up his dribble and gets it back out for Juliet. Back to Cody Yates. Through a screen. Double-team comes once again. They switch. Still a double-team, though, as it's kicked into the corner. Three for Luna. No. Offensive rebound. And we got a foul. An offensive foul. I think they just tagged Juliet with now the official third foul on him. Wow, I didn't see that call. They said he elbowed inside, but I didn't see that at all. In fact, I thought the foul was coming up on Farmington because when he pulled the rebound down, there was a pretty good-sized hack going on down there, but it goes the other way. It could That felt like a 50-50 call. You could have called that either way. Shoppard, who's been phenomenal in this game, he's got 30. He'll dish it off. There's Roth, who's been almost as good. He misses there, gets his own miss, though. One dribble to the elbow, back out perimeter. Gallagher drives up top for Tinnen. To the corner to our left for Lamonts. Three short. Juliet with the rebounds. And Juliet is trapped on the baseline by Tinnen, but finds Cody Yates who comes back to help. Six and a half left to go, fourth quarter. 66 45 your score. Into the corner for Nelson. Fades. Nelson shot good with a friendly touch off the rim. 66 47. Here's Shoppert. 
Turns on his defender, Brendan Yates. Back out perimeter. Three. Knocked down by Tinnen. 69-47. Farmington just killing Kingston from downtown in the second half. Hey, he just picked that ball up and fired it up. I thought, nah, that's not a good shot, but boom, it went down. Cody Yates with a drive and a blocking foul is going to go against Max and LeMond's. Nelson to inbound as Farmington will bring in a trio of substitutions. Trip, Tinsley, and Grayson Street into the game. That's 22-point uh, lead right now, or was at one time a 13-point lead. We thought maybe Kingston was getting back into this one. Nelson, the two-handed jam, rims out on him. Hung on the rim, but lost the basketball in the process. Going the other way, here comes Farmington, a three straight on. No, offensive rebound doesn't hit for Tatum Tinsley. Roth with it. He loses the basketball. No whistle from officials as Roth's looking for a foul call. So is Garrett Callahan, their head coach, as he streaks down the court. Yeah, I think 22-point lead right now is the difference between uh, why in the world there wasn't a foul called on that. Now the official getting heated with uh, Garrett Callahan down there as he's going, man, he just grabbed a guy and pulled him down. Where's the foul? I think even Kingston was kind of surprised at the lack of a foul call there. Five and a half to go in the fourth. It's a 22-point lead, 69-47. Callahan's not getting the explanation he wants out of that one. Nelson will take it across midcourt himself. Hesitation, attacks downhill with the right hand. Hook shot, no but a foul. Two free throws coming for Nelson as they get Tinnen with the foul. Well, Mason Nelson playing his final game as an MAAA Conference Tournament uh, player here for the Kingston Cougars. Also, Cody Yates, both those guys feeling like, you know what, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down fighting. First free throw up and good for Nelson. Uh, the Kingston bunch like this, they're not going to go out quietly into the night as the second free throw is up and good. This is just a tough matchup for them against the Farmington, a team with a ton of size and athleticism and depth as well. This is a good Farmington bunch. It'll be fun to watch how Kingston performs when they're down in their smaller district as that shot doesn't hit for Farmington. Rebound is grabbed by Brady Thompson. Plus, if Kingston can get healthy down the stretch as well. Lefty layup doesn't hit for Peel. 69-49 your score as Roth drives and draws the foul. Third on Thompson. Brady Thompson's given him some good minutes here this afternoon, but they really miss Kyle Whitehead. And John Coleman coming off the bench as well here this afternoon. One of those guys uh, not feeling well. The other guy hurt. Knights back in for Farmington. Roth good on the free throw. His second one up and good as well. 71-49 your score. Lead is back up to 22. Under five to go in the fourth quarter as Peel takes it to the wing far side, drifting closer to the corner. Rejects a screen from Brendan Yates as he attacks with the right hand. To the near side elbow now where he'll finally drop it off. Thompson pulls the trigger for three and hits. A nice shot from Brady Thompson, the sophomore. He'll probably be relied upon a lot more next year with all the players graduating for Kingston. Mason Nelson, Brendan Yates, Cody Yates. That is a tough trio of players to try to replace. Well, we saw the uh, Kingston Cougars, Lady Cougars, have to do that last year 
after having just a phenomenal girls team. A lot of those players left as seniors, and the next year was just a total rebuilding year. Down low, loose ball on the court. A Cougar and a Knight fighting for it, and now they finally call a jump ball. Almost looked like wrestling for a second there. A player on Farmington was over the back of a player for Kingston. It's going to be Kingston basketball with the arrow in their favor. 71-52 your score. Inbound to Peel. Works it across the midcourt stripe. Peel, the hesitation, takes it to the corner. And now works back up to the logo. Surveying the court against Farmington. As they'll run a couple off-ball screens for Mason Nelson. Drive, peel, fades at the free throw line. No. Rebound is tipped to Austin Knight. Cooper trip across the midcourt stripe. Picks up his dribble above head pass for Tatum Tinsley on the wing left-hand side. Tinsley drive, shot, good, but they're going to say foul on the floor first. Going to be the fourth foul on the Kingston Cougars. Aiden Peel, and that's his fourth, so he's in some serious foul trouble if he wants to keep playing this ballgame. Checking into the ball game now is Brendan Luna, the junior. He's going to take out Peel. Excuse me, it's actually Mason Hendricks who's in. The inbound to Roth. His shot. Getting a piece of it was Nelson, but Roth with the touch gets it to go nonetheless. He's had a really impressive night. He's got 19. 73-52 your score. 3.15 left to play. Cody Yates surveys the court. Works through a screen, drives, reverse layup for Yates. High off the glass and good. Like you say, Cody Yates will sometimes quietly sneak up in the scoring category. He's done that tonight. He's got 21. Baseline drive, reverse layup. No, but a foul. Tatum Tinsley's going to head to the free throw line. Whether or not it's in the act of shooting, that's five on Kingston. Two on Brendan Yates as he's the guilty party. Tinsley shot good on the free throw. Nine for Tatum Tinsley. He's got one more trip to the line coming up here. Paul Hamilton having a discussion with the official after that last one. Second free throw goes for Tinsley. He's got ten. Third night to reach double figures. Lead is back to 21, 75-54. I think you look at that first quarter, a, uh, after the uh, first quarter, rather, the scoring between the second, first and second quarter, 21-10, to 10, and that's where Farmington took the lead and just hung with it. Offensive rebound for Mason Hedricks. He can't hit on the Cody Yates miss. And it's the Farmington Knights with the ball going the other way. Cooper Tripp has his pocket pick but gets it back. A little wraparound pass, too much hot sauce on it. Gets past Sam Woodson and everyone out of bounds at the baseline. Farmington going a little deeper into their bench. Mason Tucker into the game. Leighton Tinnen back as well. Hayden Wade also checking into the ball game for Farmington. Cody Yates crosses midcourt. Lobs it over the head of Blake Juliet out on the baseline. It's five turnovers in the half. That's not bad for a uh, Kingston team in the second half. But at first half they committed eight. And uh, that kind of put them behind the eight ball there. Jumper, corner, three, high off the rim, doesn't go for Grayson Street into the game. And it's the Kingston Cougars coming back the other direction. Mason Hedricks with it, gets it for Cody Yates. Yates, couple dribbles, hands it off on perimeter for Mason Nelson. 
Nelson attacks with the right hand, extends that stride to get past the defender, and will lay it in for two. 17 for Mason Nelson. 75-56 your score. Give on perimeter. Tinnen, three. Rattles home. That's two threes he's just thrown up. It almost looks like a second thought or an afterthought for Tinnen. And when he does, he flat out nails him. Well, I mentioned the well-rounded ability all these players have as Yates lays it in in the foul. Yates with 23, plus a chance at one more. The all-around game that we've seen, you know, guys like Tannen, LeMond's playing some physical basketball. They've got four threes off the bench for them yeah. as well. Both times with uh, Layton, though, every time when, when he got the ball, he just looked like he was like, yeah, I'll just shoot it from here, and he just mm-hmm. nails it. Just chucks it up there. But the results are working for him as Yates hits on the free throw to convert on the three-point play. 24 for Cody Yates. Other end of the court, Cameron Roberts gives it off to Street. Street attacks the basket, denied by Brady Thompson. Carson Kemper will check in for Kingston, as will Brendan Luna. Well, Farmington's just got size, too, everywhere they go. Even though they've got players, you know, in the ballgame where they've you know, got some pretty good size like Cannon Roth already. I mean, Grayson Street coming off the bench at 6'3", and Austin yeah. Knight at 6'5", and even Hayden Wade is 6'2". They've got zero players on a full varsity roster under 5'11". Wow. Only two under six foot, and both of them are 5'11". It's Cooper Tripp and Cameron Roberts. Farmington trying to find someone to inbound it to. Now they do find a wide-open Grayson Street. He attacks from perimeter, loses it. Shot good in the foul. 78, or excuse me, 80 to 59. Chance at 81 as Street toes the free throw line. Brought to you by Complete Vision Care. Stay tuned after the game. Little Caesars Pizza Pizza player of the game. I think we both have an idea of who this is going to as Grayson Street hits on that free throw. Yeah, Mr. Almost Perfect this afternoon looks pretty good for that pizza. 81-59 now the score. As Brady Thompson works it around perimeter, picks up his dribble, top of the key. Mason Hendricks drives, loses it, and gives it up to Farmington. Outlet down the court. Cameron Roberts trying to track it down in the corner. He can't. As it's out there, going back to the Kingston Cougars. Minute two left to go. Got a couple of really good uh, games coming up here this this evening. Want to remind you that if you're coming for the girls or the boys finals, the girls final will start at about five o'clock this afternoon, and the boys final starts at six thirty. Luna floater doesn't hit. Rebound tip to Mason Tucker. What was the wrong time that was given? Do you know? I'm curious how off they were. Are we talking like thirty minutes? Are no. we talking like two hours? We're talking about the uh, 6.30 game yeah. and 8 o'clock game. We've t- we've had those this week for uh, other games, but no, that's not the way it is. We don't have that many games tonight. So yeah. 5 o'clock and 6.30 are the championship games. If you get here at 8 o'clock for a game, you're going to be watching people walk out the door probably. Leighton Tinnen, for his free throw, good, converting on the three-point play. Hey, you're going to find plenty of parking. <laughs> But uh, you're not going to see much basketball. In the corner, it's Brady Thompson. Works through a screen, now back from where he came. Ball poked away from him, rolls down his back, and Farmington comes up with it. Tinnen lobs across the timeline, touched back to him. To the opposite wing on the far side for Mason Tucker. Finds Roberts, who cuts to the basket. Roberts down low, kick out, corner, three, up. Rattles home. Corey Crawford from downtown. 
or excuse me, no, Mason Street for three. Six for Mason Street. 87-59 year score, final seconds of regulation. Three, wing, far side, short, rebound, grab, that's going to do it. Farmington Knights, 87, Kingston Cougars, 59. Farmington comes away with third place in the boys' side of the bracket of the MAAA Conference Tournament. We'll take a break. In between games report comes your way next on KFMO.